2: Hey friendo, Steve here and Larson and welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash stevenlarson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. Let's take a look to see if we have any new patrons. I don't think we did. I think, uh, oh, no, we do. Trey Thomas is new, so welcome. Welcome. And then I think uh, Marcus Aurelius uh, oh, increased yeah. his Patreon Thank pledge. You, Marcus. So that now he can see all five bonus episodes. Oh, yeah. Uh, this week we had... The debut of Robo Mall Cop. Yeah. In in, uh, WWE 2K20. Uh, We had uh, some GTA 5. Oh, yeah. Lost all our money. All the the money I made playing roulette, you lost. Well, okay. There's one caveat there, though. You start, the seed money was mine in the first place. Yeah. So it was my money to lose. Don't tell me. How to spend my money 20,000 of it was yours to lose The rest of that I made Right, but it was my money that you were playing with We never discussed what your cut was It should have
3: been at least half of the winnings Of
2: the capital investment I made Yeah, it should have been half of the winnings You think so? Yeah Anyways, uh, we have some stream issues right now But we're going to press on anyways Yeah, we got no choice Hey, you know what? We got beer though (laughs) Yeah, we do Mm -hmm.
3: Too good me, brother Skol There you go All right. so Smackdown happened what a pointless first hour, though.
2: Yeah, the first hour was like fairly meaningless. But I mean, let's, whenever you open the show,
3: whenever you open the show with the
2: Baron Corbin promo, you're off on the wrong. Oh, foot. it's dude, it's exactly the way it was a year ago. We say that week after week they do this too. It's infuriating. But it let's really let's skip ahead to the interesting stuff, okay? Well, there's really I don't want to talk about the bummer stuff. I want to talk about the good stuff.
3: There's there was a really good Bray White. There's a Miz interview. Uh, 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 Bray Wyatt kind of uh, Infiltrated And then subsequent Firefly Funhouse That was all good stuff There was a good tag match between the Revival And uh, Gable and Ali That was about it
2: Yeah uh, I didn't even take a look at the notes here The main events Were just an absolute cluster Here's one thing. Yeah, up. did they, they like change the match? Like, Yeah, why with, not just make it a tag match in the first place? Like four minutes left to go.
3: Yeah, there's 10 minutes left in the show. Mm-hmm. There, Baron got himself DQ'd twice yeah. in the span of 10 minutes. Yeah, what the heck? Uh, here's the thing that's really bothering me. Okay. Like I understand if faces want to hang out and help each other out because they're all good guys and that's what good guys are supposed to do. Yeah. What's the thing about heels just randomly teaming up with no motivation? Oh, did you hear who the uh
2: who the manager or who the guy under the ring is? No. It's spoiler alert, I guess, if it matters that much. Apparently this is gonna be the new Baron Corbin manager, uh, Drake Maverick. That's according to Meltzer, so take it with a grain of salt. He ain't been on fire lately. Uh, but apparently it was Drake Maverick. But I would have thought they would have maybe they're gonna leash that at TLC. I don't know. Um I hope to see Daniel Brown. I think hey man, I think TLC is gonna be a heck of a pay per view. I'm, so. I'm convinced. I think Daniel Bryan's going to show up with like giant patches of his hair missing. Yeah, man,
3: he's going to be like uh, uh, basically a uh, first member of the Firefly Funhouse family. Yeah, I, I hope that so. Seems to be the thing. I
2: think that's going to be the case.
3: He's he's going to be lost for a while.
2: I like the uh, so yeah. I thought the Miss uh, Bray stuff was really good. I thought yeah. I, I really came alive then. I actually got a kick. I was I was chuckling quite a bit during. I don't know why. Week to week, it changes with me in heavy machinery. But when they gave Sami Zayn that ham, <laughs> I was cracking up. <laughs> I was laughing at Sami Zayn talking so much crap to Otis. Yeah. It really made me laugh. You
3: should have said oh, somebody find ham.
2: Yeah. That was really good. Maybe. That was, that was Ooh, really funny stuff. If only it were a rum ham. Rum ham. Rum ham. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that was Whatever. Uh, I like that Dana Brooke got TV time. Yeah, she did a Batista bomb too. Yeah, that was
3: that was rad. That was cool. There's little things here and there. This the first hour was so meaningless, so pointless. There was so little story apart from the Bray Mistuff story
2: being built to your pay per view on Sunday. Look at how much. I mean, you get like, and this is this is not this is not you just taking too many notes. This is like a normal note taking session right here. But the entirety of the of the Baron Corbin Dolph Ziggler promo. Is just it's massive. It's
3: too much. That promo and then I checked the clock at the conclusion of this Fire Desire versus Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross match, and that match was short. Yeah, that match was, was very short. Yeah, it was super short. Twenty-four minutes into the show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's way
2: too much. Yeah. SmackDown. It's 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 struggling, man. It's lacking something. It's lacking like a big story. Yeah. Like, right now, Seth and Kevin Owens is a big story. It's yeah. a big thing. And SmackDown lacks. I mean, well, it's it's got, it's got Bray. It's got Bray. That's the closest they have to, like, a big story.
3: Yeah, and if they can weave something interesting with Bray and Miz and Daniel Bryan, potential's there for that to be a huge story. But That's
2: the problem is that with Bray, when you have a big story with Bray, it's not told in the ring at all because he doesn't wrestle except mm-hmm. for, like, pay-per-view sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so everything else like feels kind of weak. And then having Roman and Baron together. Having
3: Baron anybody. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> Baron just sucks the life. <laughs> when, sorry. When Baron is the focus. When Baron is, is hogging up TV time. What's a good role for Baron?
2: Baron should, you know what Baron would be really great at? Being a henchman.
3: Yeah. He'd be a great number S- two. Sw- swap him and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. He'd be a great number two. I'd, I'd watch two hours of Drew McIntyre doing just
2: about anything. Mm-hmm.
3: Like a 10-minute Baron Corbin promo, I'm, re- I'm about ready to give up on wrestling altogether.
2: Right? I'm going to quit the show and start week a comic book. Week after week after week after week, just 10 minutes of Baron Corbin. And I, the thing is, I don't dislike Baron Corbin. You think you and I can like start a comic book together and comic make heck of sorry. money on that? No, well,
3: sorry. no, it's comic books. No, we can't make heck of money on
2: that. Writing. Just writing it. You, you know that you, you tried you tried the comic book thing. Did yeah, you we make have an audience now. Did you make heck of money? Uh, recent, like ever since we started doing this on my old stuff, yeah. could you could you make a living just with that amount of money that you made uh, Yes. No,
3: I could. No, you couldn't. I could. I, I have a good idea of how much money you make from that. I mean, notice.
2: it sort of depends on where I'm living in the world. <laughs> yes. Um,
3: but like, I don't mind Baron Corbin. I just don't want him to be the a, a featured player because mm-hmm. he's it's it just it, it it just it saps all the all the 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 life out of the show. Yeah, and then he's got Dolph next to him. That doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. Yeah. I mean, like it was kind of funny when he wore the SmackDown hat a week too long, mm-hmm. but. That's like the the sole point of
2: charm for him. Here's the thing. Handsome B. Wonderful here in the chat says, SmackDown is missing a world title. That's what it's missing. No, because...
3: They have a universal title.
2: Well, no, just look over on Raw. They don't have a world title. And, I mean, by and large, isn't Raw okay most weeks? (laughs) I mean, it's really long. But, like, hey, you got Seth Seth and Kevin Owens. Seth and Kevin Owens is proof that you don't need a title for a story. And you got Rey Mysterio over there with the U.S. title. It's just the problem is the equivalent over here on SmackDown is the IC title, which they do nothing with Yeah, They ain't doing nothing with that. They do nothing with
3: it. And apparently uh, Nakamura's not taking on Braun because they didn't set anything up for that. Uh, They advertised AJ versus Randy for Raw.
2: They did nothing. So we're just sitting at how many matches? Well, there's seven confirmed. Oh, that's enough then. Um, oh, that's
3: plenty. Yeah, that's not. It's not. There's not like they're they're, they're going into the tomorrow with like or sorry, Sunday with three matches confirmed. This is gonna
2: be a three hour pay per view, man. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully yeah. two and a
3: half. Um, they confirmed Randy and AJ for RAW. Yeah, or teased it, so I'm assuming that's when the the match is going to happen. Uh, Bailey referenced Lacey Evans in her promo, but they did nothing to further that story. Really, mm-hmm. Sasha's off apparently recording an album right now, mm-hmm. so she's not having a match on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. so all these kind of matches that are up in the air. Uh, maybe none of them will happen. I
2: don't think that are going to happen. I think seven is exact. Like you, you got to figure number one, that Charlotte Bailey, Oscar Kyrie match. That's going to be a long match. Sasha, Becky, Sasha, Becky, Becky and Charlotte. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> both got it wrong. <laughs> Becky and Charlotte, Kyrie and Oscar. I don't, I don't that match is going to go long. It. Yeah, it is. So seven matches for three hours is pretty good. And I think they're starting to kick off at three So there might not even
3: be a kickoff show match. Are you serious? Yeah, that's why I said let's start you at three thirty. You say you
2: say that you say you think is that like they haven't proof? announced any kickoff show? <laughs> and match. They haven't announced a kickoff show. No,
3: they announced a kickoff show, and I think they uh, they said it started at three thirty. Um, and oh, wow. but they haven't announced any any uh, kickoff show matches. Oh my goodness gracious! Anyways, let's get into this. Let's dive in. Promo. Now, now that if, we have
2: the people here, anxious to hear, if we
3: must talk about this Baron Corbin promo. So the show kicks off with Baron on his sedan. Being carried to the ring. Dolph's with them too.
2: No, kickoff at three.
3: Oh, three? Yeah, Pacific. Maybe at 3.30. Maybe they will have a match then. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Alistair versus Buddy is on the kickoff. Me too, yeah. Or the War Raiders open challenge. Yeah, that could be. Either of those. So, uh, Baron and Dolph come down the ring. Uh, They start... They (laughs) smell something. They're like, what stinks? They smell something. Is it the crowd here in Milwaukee? Is it the crowd here? Is it is it all you people, or is the dog food from last week, Baron? Why would there still be dog food smell? You're in a different city. Well, You're in a different city. It's a
2: gag, man. It's a gag. It's a joke.
3: It can still make sense. <laughs> You're hundreds, is not thousands, mi- thousands of miles away from where you <laughs> dumped dog food on Roman Reigns. I mean, there's no obvious dog food stains on the mats out there. They've yeah. probably been cleaned since yeah, then.
2: I'm probably right, man. That little bit of research that I did today on Aura that was cut 10 for the win. That CM Punk Ambrose match. Yeah. That's what I told you. Oh boy. There was no gloves. <laughs> did you okay, but did you see Dude had to pick up duty? <laughs> did you see the uh did you but did you see the smear? There was a smear I kind of vaguely remember that. Okay, so well, I remember like a s like a discoloration, I remember. Did we just watch the YouTube version of it? Yeah. Okay, so tomorrow on 10 for the win, for the people out there who are like, why do these guys just start talking about something completely random? Tomorrow time, we're going to have the top 10 most disgusting things to happen in a ring. Uh huh. And uh, one of the entries, just spoiler alert. Of course, yeah. Is CM Punk pooping his pants against Dean Ambrose. So I went back and I watched the match, not just on the YouTube version, but the SmackDown version. And when he's in that headlock and his butt's on the mat, he gets up and something stays there. Yuck. Like greasy, wet poo. Yeah. That's icky. And it's just, and you see it, like, it's just there, the rest of the match. And a couple times, like, heads kind of go near there. Oh, man. I mean, it's Mox. What does he care? He's I a death mean, match guy. I mean, like, nobody likes pooping. Pink poop. guy
3: still is, like, really obnoxious. <laughs> nobody likes poopoo. You don't want to get poop. I mean,
2: yeah. Anyway, speaking of poop, yeah. Yeah, Baron
3: talked more. Um, and so he said, I want to tell the crowd what a great 2019 I had. And I was king of ring. I did all this other stuff. And I'm going to cap it off by beating Roman at at TLC and embarrassing him more than I be leader of SmackDown. And then
2: Baron says if Roman shows up,
3: he's got every door and every window of this arena covered
2: with security. Yeah. One of them was like, one of them looked like Hulk Hogan, like a small Hulk Yeah, I noticed
3: that too. (laughs) And he goes on again how no one in the locker respects Roman uh, and says, uh, Dolph, he'll speak to that. He gives Dolph the floor for like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Dolph just pretty much says what Baron said. And then uh, Baron starts talking again, unfortunately. He says, anyone who gets in their way will bow down. Dolph tries to get an all hail King Corbin chant going. Of course, that goes nowhere. Yeah. Uh, out come the new day to interrupt. They drop a promo from the ramp. Uh, uh, you know, talking trash about Baron because it's really easy to talk trash about Baron. Baron retry- responds by trying to t- talk trash to Kofi about uh, losing the belt to Brock in six seconds. Kofi's like, hey, make that eight seconds. Yeah. Um, he says you know you I'm still the the champion of the people and while you say you had a pretty good 2019 dare I say I had a better one he said he went to Mania and won the title yep had a six-month reign Has it... had a title yet he had the US title
2: yes he did that's right and he was a money and bank guy mm-hmm he probably doesn't remember
3: that um, New Day make the way down the ring they get in uh, Bar- Kofi says a baron was a real king he carried himself with some class says he disrespected Roman last week and he doesn't like it yeah. Baron starts talking more trash, Kofi slaps him. Mm-hmm. Uh Baron says if Kofi wants to be a leader like Roman, then you'll be humiliated
2: like Roman. Yeah, so that set up later on in the night or so we were led to believe anyways. Kofi versus Baron. I mean, it, Corbin. it did happen. I mean, it happened for like a moment and then they went to a tag match. Um isn't that a classic Smackdown trope though? Yeah, I I mean, it's apparently it's not just a, a when uh, teddy long thing. Mhm. Um yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, before we move on here, let's talk about SmackDown a little bit. We all kind of figured. I, You know, man, I don't know. I Sometimes I hope. I'm like, man, it's a lot of money. It's a fresh start. It's a big deal. New set, new network. Maybe it'll spur some fresh stuff. But Old habits die hard, man. Right. It is just the same thing. Now, I'm not going to say SmackDown necessarily feels like the B show because they have done a decent job of separating the rosters and keeping them separate.
3: Yeah. But you go back to what a year, year and a half ago when SmackDown was consistently pretty darn good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But still there was the perception that it was kind of the
3: B. Yeah. But I mean, like if you took the show based on its own merits, Mm-hmm. Most weeks, it wiped the floor with Raw. Yeah, it was
2: way better than Raw. It was a
3: better written yeah. show. The storylines were better. The wrestling was really good. Yeah, Week in and week out, it was the better. Sh- it was the, the more enjoyable show to watch. What the perception was of what was A show, B show, whatever WB considered A show versus B show. Set that aside. In terms of actual, the actual uh, wrestling experience, SmackDown was a better show. Yeah. And now they're just both kind of mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. Like they'll have good weeks, they'll have bad weeks, they'll have mediocre weeks. All good stuff. Yeah, every every episode has something good in it, yeah. but it's just it's, it's, well,
2: you have that much time to I fill. Know. Something's gonna What's be a uh, uh, broken clock right twice. Huh? <laughs> All right. Oh man. Anyways. All right, moving on. Uh, after that, we had a Miz Bray recap of the Miz and Bray. Yeah, another one of those. There's
3: two of them. This episode next, more Baron Adolph. They're walking backstage and come upon one of their security guys. He's beat up. Yeah, he looks like Hulk Hogan, but, yeah. s- but skinny.
0: Whoop. Maybe Whoop. it's Randy Hogan.
3: Randy Hogan. Uh, they oh, go into I their understand. into their locker room. It's trashed. Yeah, everything's tossed asunder, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, including their
2: security. Mm-hmm. They've all been beat up. All the local enhancement talent guys. Beat up. Getting some, uh, I wonder. One of those guys is going to be a future AJ Styles, man, or a future Tommaso Ciampa, yeah, or a future uh, Ty Dillinger. Mm -hmm. I mean Sean Spears. Sorry. Uh, After that, we had Fire and Desire in the ring, and they were taking on Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross.
3: Yeah, so Fire and Desire get down and come down the ring first. We uh, go to Gorilla Position, and uh, uh, Alexa is being interviewed, and uh, in the conclusion of that interview. Uh, Fire Desire, they hit the X button. They break out. They run backstage,
2: <laughs> and they uh, start beating up on Alexa they, and Nikki. As opposed to what happens in 2K20. They did not start glitching all over the place. Mm-hmm. They actually went back there and mm-hmm. uh, started a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they brawl out into the stage, them to break it up. Eventually, they separate it. They go down to the ring. This match was really short. Uh, so uh, Mandy and Sonya, they're isolating Nikki for a bit <clears throat> until they go for a double suplex on her. Alexa grabs Mandy's ankle and pulls her out of the ring during said suplex attempt. So it's just Sonia and Nikki in there. So Nikki, like, turns around, brings Sonia more to the center of the ring, hits her finisher,
2: and gets the win. Ah. Like that. It's like two minutes. Yeah. A little bit longer. It was super quick. It was very quick. It was very quick. I was, like, in the kitchen making something. I think it was, like, I just popped some of the little frozen bag of rice in the microwave. Mm. It was four minutes, and this is half of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I had a, a delicious bowl of pho for
3: dinner. It was fantastic. Oh yeah. Oh that's it was so good, good man. Oh, yeah. I hit the spot. I've been I've been hankering for some of that for a long time.
2: I had some leftover meatloaf with my rice from last night. Meatloaf's good. You make a sandwich with it? Uh Nah, because you know what? So typically I have typically I have wheat bread with my sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. It's good it's the right choice. With meatloaf, the only thing I want is white bread. Get out of Seriously. here. Seriously. Like typically I'm not huge on the white bread. For meatloaf, um it's the only thing I can do. Because it's like squishy and mushy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine what it does to your innards. I'm fine, man. I'm feeling good. I feel great. Living life. Yeah, it carries me. Even it. with it white catches, bread. It catches up with you, man. <laughs> does it? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it might be catching up with you a bit more than me. I don't eat white bread. Um, Well, something's catching up with you. Probably all, <laughs> Probably all this. <laughs> Probably. Speaking of, do we have any more over there? No, that was all That of was it. the entire, these little tiny cups, that was the entire thing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
3: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) You tell us a Smackdown episode (laughs) Uh, Next (laughs) Sammy Zane's walking backstage He comes upon heavy machinery Uh, Otis has got a giant package In his arms (laughs) Uh, Tucky says Hey Sammy Otis pulled your name for the secret Santa He got you a little gift Uh, You want to see what it is? Sure Opens it It's a giant succulent looking ham that Ham looked hell good. It looks really good <laughs> And Sammy He didn't see it that way no, He calls it the vegan. worst The worst gift he's ever gotten He's
2: like this isn't a ham This is an innocent animal That was slaughtered And was born into a life Just of torture and misery And uh, he's like This is not a gift This is an insult mm-hmm. And of course uh, Otis, oh, Otis gets very sad he, Yeah he gets sad He, he apologizes I'm sorry <laughs> And I Sammy's. Was, I was cracking up at Otis, man. He, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry.
3: And then uh, Sammy, he, he's not content with just an apology. Like, oh,
2: you're sorry? You're sorry? You know, he calls no, I, him I, like I, a I,
3: dullard or something. He calls him a, a dumb oaf.
2: Yeah. He
3: says, no, you, you, gotta, you, sh- you should know better, essentially. He's trying to mm-hmm. guilt him. And so uh, Otis starts getting angry. In walks Cesaro and Nakamura because they have a match later on. Mm-hmm. They step up to Heavy Machinery. Uh, there's some crap talk. Uh, Cesaro, Nakamura about to walk away. Cesaro grabs the ham. You think he's gonna take it with him? <laughs> no, he tosses it on the ground.
2: Man, I was so bummed. Ultimate out. Ultimate heel heat right there. Immediately, I was thinking to myself, okay, what part didn't touch the ground? Because just because it's low to the ground it's doesn't the, mean it's the parts that are facing up. Yeah. Well, wasn't there? I thought it was like in tin foil. It was like in foil of some sort.
3: It was in a, a, a like in those disposable. Yeah. Baking so things. like
2: you know the stuff that landed on that, it's between the ground. Well, I'm and saying,
3: that. I'm saying it, you know, like. Not the, not every part of the ham is be touching the ground. Yeah. Whatever's touching the ground, I probably don't want to eat. Just get like an electric knife and chop off the stuff that's facing upwards that's not touching the ground. Well, the
2: majority that's of it's good. still on the, the holder, the thing, the thing that they added. Well, in.
3: depends if it fought, if it, if he dropped it. Didn't
2: he just like throw it down like? No, I think like that? I think he
3: kind of really because I think it kind of flipped over. Oh, if it flipped over, that's that's a, no, that's just a loss. chop just chop off the stuff. Big on top. L, Big L. No, man, ham looks that good. It looked really good. It looked pretty good. It looked really good. Uh, next, tag match. Uh, Chad Gable and Mustafa Ali taking on The Revival. This was a solid,
2: fun match. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. This, this was, was really fun. Good. This was fun. Me, I, just, I just kind of wish, like, look, man, they got this Shorty G and Ali thing going on. I like it. Give them a win against The Revival here and put them in. This is a ladder match coming up. Yeah. This is a ladder match. Make it a triple threat ladder match. Add Ollie and Gable? Are you kidding me? That could be great. Why don't they do that? Apparently, originally they're uh, the New Day were supposed to fight, not the Revival. They were supposed to fight a uh, Rude and uh, Dolph.
3: I guess it kind of, to a degree, makes sense what to give them happen the main event tonight. Yep. 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 Yeah. So anyway, so that's another reason that I, I I don't like the Revival lining with Baron, because like. Dolph is one half another tag team yeah. that's competition for the revival in their yeah, own right. division. Yeah, just doesn't make any sense no, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. sense. Not really no. and it's like if they if they booked Baron as like as a super millionaire Who can just dole out fat checks to people to, to, to buy their their loyalty. That'd be something else
2: Yeah, they haven't really done that though, but
3: here's the thing. He's not a real king. No, no, you do not have to pledge loyalty to him Yeah He's as bogus of a king as there ever was.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And he's not like paid like a king. No.
3: He no. bought that stuff at Party City. No. Probably.
2: Man, how about that UK election? Speaking of kings and queens. Oh gosh. Holy crap.
3: What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Uh anyways, this match was really good. Um early on, the revival they they lay waste to Mustafa Ali and Shorty G. I love that you said revival in your notes here, revival
2: lay waste to Ali G. <laughs> Made me yeah. laugh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Make me
2: laugh, because <laughs> I like I'm typing notes while I'm How watching. How awesome it. would it be if they turned that into a gimmick of theirs? They just did the Ollie G thing. That'd be great. And then they go and interview like Boris un- Johnson. Unsuspecting <laughs> people yeah, like Boris Johnson. Oh my god, that'd be great. Um, so I just typed that with a shorthander. He's
3: a treasure. He is. It's a good shorthand for a tag team. So I had to write Ollie and Gable. Yeah, it's with good. Ollie sure G. It's good. Um, so then they uh, revival dump Chad Gable face first. He announced the table. Toss the back of the ring, and gets two counts. So Gable's isolated for a while. Uh, he tries some roll ups, tries to hit some moves, to start to come back. Uh, they're all foiled. Dash drops from the backbreaker. Uh, Revival hits some sort of top rope thing, uh, and Ali, Rana's Dawson out of the ring. We go to commercial. We come back, and then Ali uh, G, Mustafa mm-hmm. Ali, Shorty G, they take out the Revival with a couple of awesome aerial moves. Mm-hmm. And I think Gable does a senton off the ape ring, and then Ali does like a somersault senton off the top rope. Beautiful stuff.
2: Oh, one thing we forgot to mention: this is like spot of the night. Of course, was when the revival came out, and oh, uh, yeah, Dash, Dash tripped over the portal. Tripped over the portal, and immediately This was the cutest thing. Turned around and said, "Scott, I fell." That was funny. He was laughing. The it great up. thing is when uh, when uh, Dash tripped, he did a perfect bump. He yeah. like did his, his arms out like a flat back bump. Yeah. That was
3: rad. That was cool. Muscle memory, man. Yeah.
2: They, they were both cracking up. I That's love it.
3: That's pretty funny. Uh, back in the ring, Gable misses a moonsault. Mustafa Ali is in, uh, and they hit a double stomp belly to back suplex combo. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dash and Ali get laid out ringside. Dawson hits a tiger bomb on Gable. That gets him a two count. Gable hits Chaos Theory, that rolling German suplex. That's the thing of beauty. Oh, yeah. On Dawson. This is a great sequence. Dash breaks up the pin with a top rope splash. Ali follows up with a 450 on Dash Wilder. Ali's a legal man. Uh, Dawson avoids a tornado DT. Ali tries it again in the opposite corner. Instead, the revival after das, or Dash tags himself in. Counter that with a Shatter Machine for the win.
2: That was beautiful. That was really good. Good stuff. Yeah, that was really good stuff. Crowd and hey, shout out to the crowd by the way. You a good crowd. You wouldn't know that it was a it was a do nothing episode of SmackDown. Mm-mm. That crowd is into it through and through. Yeah, they were. That they were hats off to Milwaukee after that we had a Bailey
3: interview. I'd love to go there, man I've been to Milwaukee before I've never been there before went to a baseball game. The Brewer stadium is is a beautiful facility. It seems like it'd be chock full of real people
2: mm-hmm. you know Just I'll like tell you you, what, you know people. I've
3: had my, I've had my fair share of Miller beer and never been a fan. Yeah. I had a Miller high life in the state of Wisconsin. Oh fresh man, a fresh beer yeah I don't care what what, what, what this says on the label a fresh beer yeah good stuff oh, my cup fell I was I' look the inside somewhere more. Yeah, Uh, it's the fresh beer. uh, One of the best beers I ever had. For whatever reason, was a Bud Light in Vegas because I just like that keg just showed up that day and they popped it or something.
2: That's good stuff,
3: man. I mean, it's Bud Light. It's, It's watered down beer, but man, that was a refreshing, delicious, ice cold beer that day. That's good beer be anyways bailey so uh she's doing an interview she says i don't care if people think of me anymore i wrestle for me now sasha's actually off recording a a a a rap album she says women's division you're all lazy and then you hear elias strum that e minor chord Mm -hmm. so she walks on like 15 feet away yeah and there's elias dana brooke hanging out Mm -hmm. and she's like well what the heck man doing an interview. And then Elias says, Oh, I pulled your name for The Secret Santa. I decided to
2: write a song for you. That was the worst gift. This is a funny song, though. It was a pretty funny song. It was pretty edgy, too, because he talks about uh, Santa offering him a threesome with Sasha and Bailey or something yeah. like that. And he said, No way.
3: He said, No way. And he said, Ever since Bailey, ever since cut you cut your hair, you look
2: like a dude. You look like a dude. Yeah. And Dana starts laughing.
3: Yeah. And Bailey says, Okay, we're going to have a match. And Dana says, You're on.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That happened Which next. I was
2: happy about, man. I was, Hey, Dana Brooke, all that time on main event. And hey, she was pretty good in this match. Like you said, Batista bomb. Batista bomb, that handspring elbow she does. It was, yeah, it was good. She did two of them, it looks great. I know, it does. We, we've been hearing for a while that she's
3: one of the hardest working people in that company. Yeah, dude. And it's good to see that uh, paid off with some TV time. Absolutely. And, you know, if you keep putting decent performances in on TV, hopefully it'll lead to
2: more TV time. Amen.
3: It's good to see hard work pay off, man.
2: In any event, she hit that Batista bomb, got a two. Uh, Bailey kicked Dana's knee and hit the rose plant for the win.
3: Yeah, well, so. it, it was.
2: Not terribly surprising, but still a good show for Dana
3: Brooke. Yeah, man. She tweeted about that Batista bomb. Oh. She says, not good as Dave's. Yeah.
2: But I tried. But yeah, I tried. Dave, check your DMs. There's a picture of my butthole there. (laughs) In response to the picture you sent me of your butthole. Because they send each other pictures of their buttholes.
3: I guess whatever. I don't know anything about that, man. <laughs> you didn't hear that in the latest Wrestling Observer? I didn't. I didn't check out the newsletter today. Sorry. They
2: send pictures of well, each Well, if that's buttholes. Dave, if that's Dave saying that, grain of salt, man. It was Dave and Alvarez's sources. They both. Doubly. Have. They both. Five have. grains of salt for Alvarez. Let's more. Yeah, more grains of salt. Is, yeah, for it's Alv- better. No, isn't it? Take it with a grain uh, of salt. Oh, sorry. So the more salt you right, have, fifth, is better. One fifth a grain of salt for Alvarez then. <laughs> that'd be a great little paragraph in the wrestling observer i gotta i gotta oh. mock that i gotta we should do like mock you know how like the wrestling observer he uses like whatever the font that is yeah 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 and so it's easy to just sort of like tr- trim it out or whatever we should like just make fake little <laughs> wrestling observer wow i can't believe this is the wrestling observer diana <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dana Brooke and um uh you know a uh, 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 batista they uh, well you know you know how they, uh, you they, they in the car. Is, this, is it better? It's getting there. Okay, good, good. It's really good in the car, and then I show up here, so and I practicing. can't. Oh, yeah. No, I do. I do. No,
1: yeah. you know, No, I do. I do you know, it's a, you know, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small.
3: Uh, another Miz Bray recap, and then a new Sheamus promo. Yeah, where he said, "Did he uh, say the
2: same thing as last time?" What did he say this
3: time? I remember him saying that he's the hardest SmackDown. He's going to be the hardest SmackDown. He's, oh, is he trying new material? <laughs> well, he he started with the old material, such <laughs> yeah. just saying everybody's soft, yeah. and he says, "But I'm going to be the hardest SmackDown."
2: Well, that's different. That
3: though. was Mustafa Ali's that's gimmick a, in two, I, 205. It's a different. Line, it is a different thing.
2: Yeah. Because either, either you're going to be the hard guy or you're going to be the heart. You can't be both. Exactly. <laughs> you can't be both.
1: And
3: then he things. tried to culminate it by saying, I'm going to be the heart like I'm a warrior. And I'm going to uh, 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 show what toughness is. Bro, choose one. I know. Figure it out. And man. someone realized, oh, Seamus, you have Drew McIntyre's gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're trying to transition. So who other, g- who's,
3: who's, Who? Is there another gimmick we could take? Yeah. Well, like Mustafa Ali, he was a hard 205 live. People like that a lot. Yeah. All right, Sheamus, you're the
2: hardest SmackDown now. Okay, wow, yeah. Remember that time Triple H and Vince thought he could be like the guy of WWE? Isn't that weird? And you have all this faith in Triple H. Get out of here with that. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, it's weird though because that was like 2010, and now 2019. Yeah. 2019, Triple H. You know who he thinks could be the guy. The purest soul in all of WWE Adam Cole. We'll wait and see until uh uh
3: Sheamus wins both Universal and WWE championships on, in the next Sam. two I'm just, years.
2: I'm just gonna sit here and think about Adam Cole a little bit. Man. Just brings a smile to my face every time. Kind of awkward, be honest with you. Baby.
3: Uh next, Renee Young interviews the Miz. This is good. He
2: has a nice This, looking, was, this is a nice looking house, too.
3: Man, he he's got a full sized uh, uh shuffleboard table in this house.
2: You see that? Yeah, man. Amazing! Dude, he's rich, man. What well, happened? Yeah. Telling you, man. You and me start a comic book. We could have that kind of
3: money. It's the wrong industry to get in, man. If you want to make money, <sighs> See, comic we books, is... youtubing.
2: <laughs> 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 no, man. You made comic book. Then we haven't made into a movie.
3: Yeah, did you try that?
2: Uh, yeah, but now it's different because it's gonna be you and me together, man. Unless we start writing for Marvel or DC, none of our comic books be made into a movie. Well, if we write write for Marvel or DC. They're not gonna pay us when it make, gets made into a movie. They don't get those guys don't make money off that stuff. That's the point I'm trying to make, man. I know. We get like our own property. There's so many, you don't even know there's so many properties right now that are like start off in indie comics and then they got turned into a movie. Walking dead. I kind of th- do you know how much money Robert Kirkman has? A lot, but then I kind of feel so like that, money. That, that ship has sailed on a, a large scale. Of- We're not gonna do The Walking Dead. That's already been done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 Anyways, let's talk about the Miz.
3: Yeah, this interview was actually pretty good. Uh, this, first, this was really good. First, he's asked, uh, hey, do you know where Daniel Bryan is? And he goes, no, I don't know where he is. And Renee's like, you know, you and Daniel haven't always seen eye to eye. Miz says, essentially, I don't like Daniel Bryan, but I do respect him. And it's finally time for the Miz to do the right thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So he's going to be a sleuth and find out where, D- where Daniel Bryan is. That's the right thing to do.
2: Well, he's not going to go that far. Wait, did he say he's going to do that? No. <laughs> okay. I was like, did I miss that part? That's a that's a turn of events.
3: Um, says Bray crossed the line, bringing his family into this whole thing, um, and then uh, Bray keeps on bragging about changing his opponents, mm-hmm. change Finn Balor, change Seth Rollins, probably changing Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Um, and Miz says he's already a changed man because uh, he's a dad now. Family is the most important thing to the Miz. Yeah.
2: I've got two daughters.
3: Um, and so uh, Renee then asked Ms. Are you afraid of the fiend? Are you afraid of Bray Wyatt? And you hear Maurice.
2: Ms. No. Yes. Mike, Al. God's own Mike, come here now. Calling from upstairs. Our baby has problems. She
3: runs. She got the baby monitor. And there's, there's Monroe in her crib playing with some creepy doll that you see in the thumbnail here. Yeah. And then. Of course, Miz is freaked out, so they run up, and as they're going, like the camera flashes. There's Bray, let me in, and let then me in. It cuts back to the baby monitors. There's more. There's all the puppets from all the, the, the puppets Firefly Fun House yeah. in there. They get upstairs to the
2: room. They open the door. Well, this was funny because like they get up there, and Miz sort of stands in front of the door because he's like a little bit freaked out. And there's a the red glow on there. Yeah, on there's the... a red glow. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Maurice like pushes him. She's like, "Get in, get in there now. We must rescue baby." Yeah.
3: And uh, so they run in there. And then Monroe's in there with the creepy doll. Yeah. Is 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 Miz's kid like a really good actor? Yes! Because that was really good. I
2: know. So they
3: take her out of there. Miz has the doll, and Maurice is holding her, and the baby and Monroe's crying and keeps pointing at the doll.
2: I know while crying. Yeah, it was really good. It
3: seemed really legit. Yeah.
2: Th- was this all in one take? Yeah. Holy crap. I think so yeah I think it was like I don't remember a cut
3: I don't remember one either until the yeah. Myth says that's it yeah
2: it was really well done it was really well done
3: it's like a freaking Orson Welles movie man it's pretty good anyways as soon as that was over uh, Firefly Funhouse began starts on a close up of that creepy doll in Monroe's
2: crib who is it man is he going to be... Are they going to personify this? Are they going to give it a human form? Is he going to be Liv Morgan? It's not, right? Because they just no, announced that she's, like she's getting makeover. a makeover. It seems like an Emmelina thing. Everybody keeps on saying, like, in the thing, oh, it's going to be Liv. It's going to be Liv. They really just need to debut her, like Liv Morgan, to end that because people are all over Liv Morgan. See, I think they, I, be,
3: they, we've seen so far... Save for Maeve Daniel Bryan, we're not going to see any sort of new Wyatt family. I don't think it's going to happen.
2: If they did, they'd drag somebody from like deep, deep in NXT that hasn't like really they did with been Braun. seen before. Like they did with Braun, yeah. Not repackage someone we've seen already. because That, that wouldn't be like, make any That's sense. That's just Liv Morgan. Why is she sister Abigail Everybody now? was insisting that Nikki Cross was going to be It's like, no, she's Nikki Cross. She's already a person that exists in They're the same universe.
3: Characters. Uh, and so uh, Bray says, you know, hey, I was just trying to be nice, holidays and all that. But uh, uh, Miz, I know how much you love your family, which is which is what's going to make this so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, Miz, you were so obsessed exposing what happened to Daniel Bryan, they ended up exposing yourself. Yeah. And there's a little gag there. Yeah. I, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Not in the way you're thinking. Uh, and the Bray says, "Well, I fixed myself. I used to have problems, but I fixed myself. I taught myself that pain isn't real." Yeah. You can train yourself not to feel pain. And he bangs his head on the table mm-hmm. and just laughs it off. So they're trying to motivate the, the, the why the fiend can like take a take a beating. That's good. That's good and stuff. And he says, "Miss, I can teach you how to not feel love anymore." Whoa. And he goes, "Read 5 was fire." That was good. That was really good stuff.
2: Bye, Miss. Have a good day. Yeah. I good. thought I thought this was great. I really I really like the whole. I taught myself that pain is mm-hmm. a real thing. I thought that was really good because then you're setting up. Okay, he can't feel pain. And what is the weakness? What mm-hmm. is it? So that's good stuff.
3: Uh, next, more Baron and Dolph backstage. They find all the Baron sedan drivers are laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> after that, Heavy Machinery versus Nakamura and Cesaro. Fine enough match. I just, I just not.
2: You know, man, Uh, usually I don't give much of a reason to care. You know how I am. I don't really care. But at the same time, I was I was sitting there watching. You were thinking about the ham, weren't you? No, I was like, man, Otis versus Shinsuke. I have no idea why I want to see that as like a singles feud. But I really kind of do. Remember
3: when Otis had a really good match against Tommaso Ciampa? Yes.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. I was sitting there like, man, I don't know why I like that, but I just want to see it. It's
3: going to happen at some point because Tucky's the one that's taking all these pins. Yeah.
2: I don't think Otis has been pinned yet. Boy, that uh that Kinshasa on Tucky too. Ooh. Yeah, man. That was a rough one.
3: Anyways, the finish was pretty cool. There's a lot of back and forth and like Otis trying to do the caterpillar. Sammy got on the apron to distract him. Uh for, prior to that, heavy machinery were trying to get off a compactor, Cesaro broke that up. But yeah, as you mentioned, Nakamura hits Kinshasa on Tucky. Yeah. Pick up the win yeah, this for his tough. team. Good stuff. Uh then we see a shot backstage of Baron Corbin lecturing his security detail or what's mm-hmm. left of him. Yeah. A lot of good that did him. Well, he can afford security detail. No, I mean, a lot of good spending the money for security. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, again, we said he's not rich, but evidently he does. They should play that up a little bit more. I mean, he's got a Ferrari.
3: Yeah. Those cars aren't cheap. Although, didn't Billy Gunn say that was rented? I mean, still,
2: the rent on that's got to be pretty expensive. You think so?
3: Yeah. Where do you think you can get a Ferrari rented from? I don't know. There's probably some luxury car rental place. Rental... Yeah. Well, I mean, if you get it, like, uh, even Hertz has their, uh, like, luxury stuff. Yeah, man. you can get Aston, rent an Aston Martin in certain airports. Oh,
2: yeah, exotic cars, Enterprise. Yeah. Exotic car rental by Enterprise.
3: But I don't know if you meant a rental one like that or, or a lease.
2: Well, that's a lease is different. I understand it's different. it's different. Let's see here. Like, some people just rent those cars just to Instagram them out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever do that? Like no. One? No, <laughs> me neither, man. A uh, Dodge Challenger? What the heck? You can buy one of those. This is also in Sacramento. These are the exotic <laughs> cars. From Sacramento, you are like. The Challenger is is a luxury exotic car. A Stingray,
3: Corvette, is that yeah. Escalade. Nah, man,
2: this ain't oh, a, a Porsche. A All for Dude, you got Romero. okay. You got a Porsche. Alfa Romero. What is this guy? Maserati. All right, Mercedes. Well, yeah. Well, well, Maserati is. Yeah. Yeah. i okay. How much for Maserati?
3: How much that for that for a day? I don't know if that'll tell you right there. You probably have to fill
2: Details. One's. Check availability and pricing. See what we right pay. here. Rent an exclusive. So I already said where I'm from. Sacramento. This now. car is not available. Oh, here we go. Yeah, pick up return. Yeah, let continue. Continue. Just show me. I just want a price. See, look. It's only $100 a day. it's not the right car. Oh. Performance sports car. 246 a day. Uh, Executive, what's luxury, the most expensive thing you can get? Three fifty-five, luxury. Three fifty-four total. Three fifty-four a day. That ain't nothing if you want to Instagram it. Probably get some. You can become an influencer if you do that a bunch. Like Dan Bilzerian, who you know heard of Dan Bilzerian? No, we'll talk about him later. If We must. If um, you know, him, if you're in chat, and you know who Dan Bilzerian is. Let me know. Hit a one. <laughs> the name does sound familiar. I know you've seen him before.
3: Uh, next, or, or would be, was supposed to be our main event, Kofi versus Baron Corbin. Uh, Baron is joined by Dolphin and his security guys. They surround the ring. Kofi's got advantage early, hits a trust fall, go to commercial comeback. Uh, Baron pushes Kofi off the top rope, drives in the barricade. Now he has the advantage. Uh, Kofi's on the comeback, hits an SOS. That gets him a two count. Uh, Baron goes for a, a pop-up powerbomb. Kofi reverses that into Rana, follows with a boom drop. Kofi sets up for trouble in paradise. Dolph grabs his ankle. Ref sees it. Tosses him from the ringside. You're out of here. No sooner is he at the top of the ramp. He comes sprinting right back down. Attacks Big E. Kofi, Baron go down the ringside. Join in. Uh, uh, ref calls for the bell.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around.
3: Baron DQ'd, done. Um, uh, Ref breaks the brawl. Uh, Biggie grabs the mic, says, "Let's. We're gonna have a tag match, mm-hmm. and we're gonna do it right
2: now." One thing Mr. Dope mentioned here in chat that I forgot to mention was when Biggie called Baron a trick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was. Hilarious. I was like, "I'm sorry. What did he just, did he just call him a trick?"
3: <laughs> that was funny. That was great. Uh, so we go to commercial comeback tag match is, uh, what's the term in media res. in media res, yeah. uh, Dolph hitting a famous sir on Biggie, uh, Barron's in Biggie is the one who's isolated despite the fact that Kofi already had a match. Yeah. Yeah. Biggie is the fresh guy. Uh, Baron goes for some move up the second rope. I don't know why he would do that. Uh, Biggie moves, follows the belly to belly. He gets a tag to Kofi. Dolph gets tagged in too. Uh, Kofi proceeds to beat the heck out of Dolph all over the place, sends him out of the ring. It's about to go for what I assume would be a trust fall. Uh, uh, Baron hits him with a clothesline, um, and then Dolph ringside super kicks Big E. So Dolph goes in the ring. He has handcuffs, mm-hmm. and he brings him in, gives him the Baron. Should have
2: been handcuffs. Should have been handcuffs.
3: Baron puts him on Kofi, so the ref DQs him. Two DQ losses for Baron tonight. Yeah, man. Dolph's holding them down. Uh, Kofi's trying to break free. Uh, and then Baron wraps the cuffs around the ring post like what happened to Roman last week. Uh, and then Dolph and Baron go to the ring, and there's more dog food there.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And then uh, the Revival come down for some reason. So, yeah.
2: Hit a Shatter Machine on Biggie. Well, because they're fighting the Revival at TLC. Yeah, but doesn't necessarily mean they have to help Baron. No, but they want to soften up their opponents. I get mm. that. That makes sense.
3: Roman comes down. He destroys all of Baron's security guards. Uh, Revival beat on him some, toss him in the ring. He drops him with some punches. Superman punch for Dolph. Uh, Baron blindsides Roman. He gets the scepter like he's going to use it, turns around, eats a Superman punch. Uh, Roman picks up the scepter, uh, grabs a can of dog food. He's ringside. He's about to take both those to Baron. Dolph super kicks him. Dolph sets up a ladder. Uh, the Revival, they come down. They put Roman on the announce table. See, the revel aren't just out here to soften up the new day.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, the Roman's getting
3: in the middle of their business. Uh, They put him on the announce table. Dolph goes up the ladder. Uh, Big E takes out the revival. Roman scales the ladder, tosses Dolph off uh,
2: through the announce table. Baron makes his way up
3: the the ramp. I think there's like an
2: unspoken kayfabe rule with wrestlers, like in kayfabe, that, hey, man, if you're mixing it up with our upcoming opponents – We need to come out there and handle our part of the business. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. It's good. It's really good. Some questions. Oh, Epico's back. Thank you, Epico. Epico! Hope you're doing well. He escaped the trunk that he was in in Florida. Mm. And that, that $20 is him saying, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay.
3: Uh, VFL AFL football Australian rules. Barron should be bullying the loser's locker room. He should probably be in the loser's is locker
2: room. Is VFL AFL football Australian rules, is that account, I'm not going to click on it, but is his YouTube channel dedicated to VFL oh, AFL it'd football? It'd be amazing. Australian I love Aussie rules football. Me too. I don't know what's going on, but it's a lot of fun. Oh,
3: it's great. I used to watch it all the time. We used to have it on ESPN.
2: I know. I used to watch it too. They, they score, they do this. hmm Yeah. It's like,
3: it's great. Uh, Nikyle, Power Rank Top 5 Guest Commentators on AEW Dark. So Vicky Guerrero was on there. Dustin Rhodes was on there. Dustin, uh, Sean Spears was on. was okay. Who are we forgetting? Taz.
2: Oh, yeah. Taz was on there. Taz was on there. Has Conrad done it yet? I don't believe so. He really should. He should really be a commentator. He'd be good. He already has a very successful mortgage company. True. Do you want to start up a mortgage company with me? You know, you have to. there's company? a lot of training
3: involved in that. You just can't start up a mortgage you company. You do that.
2: You be the, the steak, I'll be the sizzle.
3: All right. Shake and bake? <laughs> yeah, shake and bake.
2: <laughs> shake and bake. I'll be El Diablo. <laughs> 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 Greg Morris, honestly, when does Baron win the main main title? Pff, you're blocked, Greg Morris. Never, never. That might be. I might have to get up on wrestling for a while if he
3: actually yeah, wins a, a top title. Shake and bake, uh, Tim, Tim Spulak. Why does TLC seem like a, such a mess? with uh, not announcing matches earlier. This is Vince's strategy. He thinks if you don't announce the matches, people will tune in the pay-per-view to see what matches are actually happening. That's
2: like apparently a new thing now. Whereas
3: if you look at the history of promoting, which uh, you can blame Vince for being lousy at a lot of things, uh, promoting generally is not one of them. He's been a pretty phenomenal p- promoter throughout his career. Yeah. Um, Generally, people want to, want to want to know what they're paying
2: for. Yeah, you'd think. They're paying for the shield. They're paying for the WWE They're man. paying for the name, I know. The name, yeah. There you go. Hey, by the way, I just noticed that we have 429 people watching this live right now. I'd just like everybody to take a second out, take a deep breath. Smash that like button. And hit that like button. Smash it. Smash that like button. Uh, it's a Friday. What better time is there to smash? I say smash the like button. Uh, let's see here. What other questions do we have? I'm gonna bring up a question. Oh, there's
3: bought a power rank. The best worst names for Sasha Banks' rap album, it's boss time. That's the best worst name.
2: Yeah, that's true. That is the worst. It's the best worst because it's a uh, Michael Cole. That's uh Jake Mountford, if people start It should l- be called Snoop Dogg is my friend. But like Snoop Dogg is in big letters or is my cousin. And then down below in really little letters is my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
3: Jake Monford, if people start losing interest in Bray Wyatt the Fiend gimmick, should they give him a partner or a group? Would that be too similar to the Wyatt family? I don't think they need to resort to giving Bray a faction again. There should be enough there to work with with that character to add wrinkles. Just the fact they're having Miz take on the Firefly uh, Funhouse Bray versus the Fiend, I think, is a step in the right direction in terms of uh, of keeping the character somewhat fresh.
2: Does it make Miz look weak? This is my own question. This question is from Steve here. Does it make Miz look weak if he's jobbing out to like a bunch of puppets on tonight's episode? <laughs> like Mind games, man. Like the puppets. Yeah, anyways, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh. <laughs> Emperor Hodge. Was
3: it actually Renee Young in the Miz's house, or did the fiend use the shapeshifter shapeshifter <gasps> ability to let me in? Yeah, we didn't see Renee. Could be. Uh, once Miz got up. That could, that's true,
2: yeah. Let me in. Let me in. John Moxley, I'll let you in. Wow. Uh, Let's see here. James Rodriguez, is this me, or does Roman seem like a more likable badass that fans will actually embrace? Will WWE ruin this once they start to push him into a title program? I don't know, man. I like. I, I I need Roman away from Baron Corbin, and then I can judge more properly. Because yeah. it's, it's Baron brings everything down.
3: Here's the thing: uh, remember when Roman was feuding with Seamus and I said the, re- the reason they're having him feud with Sheamus because no one's going to cheer for Seamus Yeah, but, it's the same thing here.
2: Uh, yeah, no one's going to
3: cheer for Baron Corbin. Here,
2: yeah, but Sheamus, The thing, the problem with Seamus is that he was like, there's like a, there's like a, like Baron just brings everything down. Oh yeah I'm not saying
3: It's, 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 a, it's a, one, a complete One for one analogy But the motivation Might yeah, be the sure. same Yeah I agree uh, Andrew Jocelyn If Smackdown ever Totally fails And does awful ratings Smack, Fox pulls out What will WWE do Will they put Smackdown On the WWE network I doubt USA would want
2: Sloppy seconds Yeah they would They would totally take Yeah it. they'd probably take that Because they'd get it At a pretty good deal Yes They'd get a good deal on it So for sure because, I mean, here's the thing. Right now they have NXT on Wednesdays doing 778000 You think they're not going to want a show back that's doing 2000000 Mm-hmm. Of course they would.
3: Mm-hmm. Certainly not for $200 million a year. Yeah, no. They, they'd they'd get probably get for half that. Yeah. Maybe on they'd those pull a, money on my... They'd get a discount. had a thinner.
2: Uh... Wow, yeah, like thin on questions. Not surprising because it was SmackDown.
3: It was SmackDown thin on story.
2: Fair enough. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Then you go to the notify bell and then click all so you guys get your new notifications. New 10 for the win going live tomorrow morning, so be sure to check that out. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.